If you are a businesswoman working to amplify your six and seven figure business from success to significance, then you know it's not just about the right strategies or the right tactics. It's more and more about high caliber people around you, your team, your collaborators, and advisors that can open doors for you and widen your reach. Welcome to your Circle of Influence podcast with your hosts, Dr. Monica Ogando and Amy Walker. Welcome to your Circle of Influence podcast, everyone. I'm your co-host, Amy Walker. I'm Dr. Monica Ogando. And it is nearing the end of the year. We are like inches from the finish line. And this is the point of year where I always hit this um, like pull between how much time and effort do I spend on finishing this year's goals and how much time and effort do I spend working on setting myself up for next year's goals. And I've been on every year is a little bit different. So I've been in years where it's like, no, 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 100% of my effort is going into finishing this year. And I will cross that finish line, even if both ankles are broken and I've bleeding along the way, you know, like so relentlessly committed to the goal. Um, I've been there. And I, then I've been in other years where I look at that goal and I'm like, yeah, I'm good. You know? So I think that the healthiest point though, is where I've got a balance between the two where I've got a good amount of intention that's going on to how do I finish this year strong and what does this year require of me? And then also I'm, I'm moving into the next year with a, a good foundation for success in place, mm-hmm. which let's be honest, rest is a part of that as well. Like I got to have some downtime. Yes, absolutely. You know, for me, I've, I've had a, a love hate relationship with goals because for the greater part of my younger years, I was like, ah, structure, schmuckture. Who needs it? You know, we'll just go with the flow and we'll just, whatever happens, happens. And then I put it on God, you know, it's God's will and da, 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 right. And um, then I got cancer. <laughs> and then it was like, wait, wait, what? No, I have ideas. I have goals. I want, I want a second lease in life, you know, and then God and I had an understanding. It's like, okay, if you allow me to live past this tragic moment, I, I'm going to be more intentional. I'm going to be useful to, to your will, right? And so now what I realize is there's, there's a hybrid. There's like a bilingualism about it. I'm not completely out of the flow state, but I'm also not resistant anymore to the structure and, and measuring milestones. In fact, what I have discovered is that structure is really is the mother of freedom mm-hmm. uh, or the father of freedom, depends on who you ask. And so when I can create some goals and then metrics around which to measure those goals, because sometimes the long-term ones, it's easy to lose sight of them because you're so busy putting out fires and dealing with moment to moment stuff that you forget that it's a, there's a horizon out there. At least that's been my experience. And so when I have uh, regular check-ins and measurements of how are we doing for a year long goal, how are we doing a week out, a month out, a quarter out, et cetera. And then it helps to course correct in that way, or to even decide whether or not this is still a good, you know, cause maybe it was really attractive in January and now we're in June. It's like, not so much. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. can course correct in that sense. However, it, sometimes it gets to the end of the year and you're like, man, 
I totally, this was a wash. Like 2020 was like that, right? I told you in another episode, like 2020 has been the longest decade of my life. (laughs) (laughs) And I think sometimes when you get to the point where you're like, you know, I had really good intentions for this year and it just did not pan out. And what do I do with these goals that I still want to accomplish? But it doesn't look like I'm going to meet my own deadline or my own self-imposed, you know, finish line and so forth. Then we have some questions. At least I do. Yeah. And so that's when now there's a little bit of soul searching and a little bit of renegotiating agreements that you've made with yourself and with your team. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a couple of thoughts that I have in there. One is that I think we have to give ourselves some 2020 grace um, and, and find what a celebrate, what a 2020 celebration looks like, right? Because we, there's something to celebrate. There are wins in this year. And I think that's a big, important part of goals and progress and growth is celebration. And so I know that I have had to go through this year and say what, you know, it's not the, it's not the, this year doesn't look anything like I thought it was going to right? Like it's totally different. When I started at the beginning of the year, I had my one sweet contract that was going to keep me set up. And, you know, like I was going to bring on a little here and a little there. And then I lost my one sweet contract and it was like, Ooh, I got to get back to work and build up my client base. And, you know, I mean, it was a really different year than I thought it was going to be. And so it's looking at it and saying, well, what are the wins that I've accomplished this year? And maybe one of the wins is that like, you're here and positive. And maybe one of the wins is that like, you're still married and still like each other. And you know, there's a lot of different wins. Maybe one of the wins is that you lost 15 of the 20 pounds that you gained. Hallelujah. <laughs> like, there's different wins in 2020. So find yes. what they are, celebrate them. The second thing that I want to talk about is for me, I have had to keep a distinction between my dreams, my goals, and my action plan. Because I am naturally a really big dreamer, I set very unrealistic goals. And because I set very unrealistic goals, I achieve more than I ever thought I could have, but I very rarely hit the dreams in the way and the timeline that I expected when I set the goal, if that makes sense. So- I don't want to stop dreaming. I don't want to reel that in. I just want to recognize that that's a dream that, and that dream is going to fuel how I set my goals. And then my goals are going to fuel how I set my action plan. Just like you were talking about Monica. And what I have learned is most healthy and efficient for me is when I work according to the action plan. And then if the goal doesn't happen in the timeline, I change the timeline, but I continue to work the action plan. And that has helped me to be able to, um, find, find peace with the number of times that you fail along the way to success. Cause let's be honest, there's way more misses than there are wins, <laughs> but yeah. the wins still make it worth it. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, there's a strategy that I use, uh, as you know, I invest in the stock market and I manage private, um, private portfolios only by referrals. I, I don't advertise that. I don't have a website for it, et cetera. And I have a rule with the way that I invest. And when I'm looking at an investment, I say to myself, can I make whatever the gain is, whether it's on the way up or down, if you buy long or short, it doesn't matter, but whatever the gain is, can I make three times whatever it is. In other words, if, if something is trade, let's say that you want to buy long and the, tr- and the stock is trading at $20. Can, can, it, can I see it going to 23? Can I see it going to 26? Can I see it going to 30, for example? Mm-hmm. And if so, for every $3 that I stand to gain, 
I'm only going to allow myself to lose one. So there's a three to one ratio in the, in the investment that I make. And when I can be realistic about the gains that I can make and realistic about the losses that I stand to make, then even when you lose half the time, you still making out better Mm -hmm. than if you were to just not be in the game at all. Right. Yeah. I know that this sometimes grates on my clients' nerves because they're like, no, no, you should dump more money. Hey, we have a system. We have a strategy. Don't get greedy, you know, Uh Uh, because then what happens is that when you go all you know, balls to the wall like that, then you'll, you'll end up either burnt out or disappointed or let down. And mm-hmm. so you want to manage your expectations on the way up, but also on the way down. And I think you, you bring up a great point about, you know, your, your dreams are always going to be bigger than your capacity. That's why they're called yeah. dreams, mm-hmm. uh, but it's a good horizon to aim for. Yeah. So here we are like inches from the end of the year. Mm-hmm. What goals are you personally pushing for? And um, what are you doing to lay the foundation for you to be successful next year? Are you asking this as, a, as an audience challenge or are you asking me? No, I'm asking you, Monica. <laughs> Monica, and I can't even think of all the names to add in. Monica, Josefina, Antonio de los Angeles, Maria Hernandez. Yes, <laughs> that's my Telemundo name. <laughs> okay, so one of the things that I have, this is going to sound really petty, but hear me out, okay? I am a pent, one of the things that I have started to do uh, for the past maybe two or three years has been to like measure everything. (laughs) I've gotten a little, a little fanatical about that. And one of the things that I have told myself that I was going to do in the year 2020 was to run 2020 kilometers. Because I have in the past not considered myself a runner. I have an emotional trigger around around running and we can save that story for another day Um, but to me it was a stretch but it also would require presence and um and discipline and I looked at my map my walk or map my run um app and I'm still about 800 kilometers away so that means either chop chop get to running (laughs) <laughs> for the rest of you know the rest of the year or renegotiate that um goal i'm not willing to renegotiate that goal isn't that crazy mm-hmm. like no you're just gonna have to step it up because you've been you've been languishing long enough there have been plenty of days when i could have run and i was like nah nah i still got time nah i still got time nah i said mm-hmm. well now you don't have time now you have like barely a couple of months left so now you get to step it up and i'm and i i'm making that call on myself because I know that what it will require of me is what it's been requiring for me all year that I've been unwilling to give. So the, the, the requirement hasn't changed. The intensity has. So I'm, I'm going to finish that this year to hold me to it, Amy. And then from a business perspective, there are some automations in my business that I've been saying that I'm going to take care of. And I just haven't because I've been posting my attention more on the stock market, more in the um, financial management aspect of my business and so forth. And the business coaching aspect of my business has been taking a back burner to that, but it doesn't have to, there's, there's ways that you can serve people uh, in automated way that still feels very high tech, high touch, and it doesn't require a lot of attention and labor, but you have to put in that work at the beginning. And that I'm going to take my December sabbatical and finish. I love it. So mine, um, I'll tell you, I have some goals that I have let go of. So I've, I've let go of my original sales goal for the year, 
which, you know, that's a big deal for me. I like hitting the sales goal. Yeah. But what I have done is I have a, a like a basically an end of the year sales goal. So between now and the end of the year, what I'm going to hit. And as soon as I hit it, I get to take the rest of the year off. That's my celebration. So I, yeah, I want to hit it fast because the other goal that I am really behind on is finishing my second book in my trilogy by the end of this year. And I'm, I'm really behind on that. And so as soon as I can hit that sales goal, I'm going to dedicate the rest of the year towards that. Now, I had this moment in, uh, you know, late October, early November, where I was looking at the end of the year and I was looking at next year and realizing that I could really push hard to finish a bigger sales goal this year. It still wasn't going to be the original one that I had in mind when the year started. Cause you know, I mean, I, we were, we were building a new airplane while we were uh, taking off, right? Like that's how this year felt. So um, it's not the original number, but I could have gone for a bigger number, but what would have happened was I would have gone into 2021 um, needing to do the same thing again, because where I'm at right now is not a long-term it's not doable over the long term. There's certain things that I need to change and adjust in order to make this work at a bigger scale and at a bigger level and over a longer duration of time. So I had this internal conversation where I had to look at it and say, you know, what's better for me now, but what's better for me in the long run. And I, I really have this tendency. I used to always pick what's better for right now. I used to always pick the short-term learn the short-term win over the long-term win, because I felt like if I didn't kill myself for the short-term win, I was giving up on the goal and somehow like cementing this loserism inside of me. And now (laughs) loserism, new word. (laughs) Yeah. Now I realize that I I have to honor the long-term. So I have to look at what's better for me and the company overall and me going into next year, having the right support in place is. So I am dedicating time right now to, um, upping some of my systems so that I can hire and bring on some help. Um, I mean, I have help, but I, I need some more help. So Uh I'm working on that. Um, I'm also revamping some of my, um, services so that I can provide a higher level service, but not max out quite so fast. Uh So I'm working on that as well. And, um, you know, that's time. It's taking time. Oh, and I, I'm also working on a funnel so that I can shift some of my sales conversations, <laughs> like the, the lower, lower hanging, smaller deals, um, that they don't have to be so time intensive to close. So like, there are some projects that I'm working on. And I, I really had that moment where it's like, okay, am I going to push hard to get to the goal this year? Yeah. Or am I going to set myself up for being able to bring on more next year? And it, you know, there's, I don't think there's a right or wrong answer. It's just something that you have to ask yourself and be really clear on. Yeah, it's true. It's true. And, and it changes depending on, you know, um, other priorities too. There's, there's, I would have loved to have spent more time on my business, but this was the year that my father had a lot of health crises and this was also 2020. Hello. This was also the year that, you know, my, my son had to, step up as a father to his daughter you know and so forth mm-hmm. so there's a lot of other things that, that had nothing to do with my life necessarily but it had right. to do with the people that I'm committed to and so that changed my my um focus for for all of it and, and you you have to give yourself that level of grace to your point earlier about celebrating there's the the level of intimacy that I have with my son and with my father today 
even though I know that my father's time in, on earth is limited in his physical form, but I, I can't put a price tag on what it means to be able to have an intimate, connected, beautiful relationship with my father in such a way that he could pass at any moment and there would be no unsaid words. There would be no unfinished business. Like that's an amazing time. Yeah. An, exper- an experience to have with one of your parents, especially one that means as much to me as, as my dad does. Cause I'm a daddy's little girl. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's beautiful. You know, it, it's success is so multidimensional and sometimes we, we put one face on it and we say, this is all that it is. And then we, um, we miss all of our moments where we've won. I know that has been a big lesson for me this year is to re-plug into all areas of my life that, you know, maybe I hadn't been as engaged with and create more of a holistic version of success and create more holistic goals and create goals that are maybe not at the pace that they were before, but that are at a better pace for me now facilitating relationships and connection. And so I love that, that you've dedicated that time this year. And you know what, you will never, ever, ever look back on this year and think, "Ah, I wish I had gotten that automation done sooner in 2020, right? Like that would have rocked my world. Yeah. Yeah. It's never going to happen. You won't even remember that you were planning to do it. And it's still get done because that's, that's how it works, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. Well, friends, we so appreciate you joining us and tuning in for each episode. We would love if you would do a couple of things for us. Number one, would you share this with somebody that you know in your tribe that you think could really benefit from listening to our podcast? Number two, have you joined us in the private Facebook group yet? Um, now in full transparency, I will tell you that Monica and I have had bigger intentions for that group than we've had time to dedicate to it, but we have a plan and our plan. plan. Yeah, we have a plan and our plan is being enacted. And as of now, there's officially really great stuff going on in the group and you do not want to miss out. So use your, let FOMO drive you towards something productive here. (laughs) Join us in the group. Um, it's your circle of influence podcast on Facebook. We would love to see you over there. Thanks everybody for being here. We so appreciate you. Thanks for your comments. Thanks for your reviews. Thanks for your participation inside of our Facebook group. And thanks for taking this on. You know, a lot of times, sometimes when we, when you're speaking and you're creating podcasts, sometimes it feels like you're speaking to the void, but we love to hear how you've taken some of the insights and guest experts and, and dialogue that we share in the, your circle of influence and applied it to your life and how you've created results for yourself. Cause at the end of the, at the end of the day, we always just want to leave people in places better than we found them. So thank Thanks for being there for us. We love you. We'll talk to you soon.